0: Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Show me that smile, again.
1: Ooh, show me that smile. Don't waste another, blend it on your crying. We'll nowhere, near, We're nowhere near, near, near the best. Near the best <laughs> Streaks on the China never mattered before. Who cares? When you drop kicked your jacket as you came through the door.
2: live studio audience. Welcome everyone. Hands shot first. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Week we're gonna go all the way back to the eighties.
0: Back dun, to
2: eighties. Are we gonna take the good? Hmm? Take the bad, and then you
1: have take both. from cast. Not on my list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Might either. Well, kind
2: of. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna be doing uh, something a little bit different. We're just gonna do our top eighties sitcoms. So or '80s sitcoms. You can. I did my top, but these guys might do notorious one, notoriously bad. Whatever we're gonna do, but uh, we're just gonna do ten. So no crossover list this week. Just talk about '80s sitcoms. And uh, we didn't, as a group, define what is an '80s sitcom. I mean, yeah, perhaps
1: famous. we perhaps we should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think
2: no. I thought about it. but I thought it might be interesting to see what each of us come up with, so we can yell at each other and uh, <laughs> say. Alex, you're stupid. That's not one. Or Scott oh, come or on. whatever one he did last time that we still hate and I forgot. But <laughs> um, or I hate moms. that Bob Barker. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It's not uh, a sitcom. That's a steamship, show. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. So I think we all are of an age where we grew up watching uh, TV in the 80s and specifically 80s sitcoms. because I think we were a little too young to be watching NYPD Blue and not NYPD, <laughs> NY, well, yeah. Well, the Hill Street Blues is what I was thinking of, but the older, you know, uh, drama, dramatic stuff. So I, older, I would, we, I we would say, Jeff, it's...
1: that that I went in the other direction. We were early adopters of cable, and I watched all that Naked Night, like the old black and white stuff. <laughs>
2: okay, uh... fair enough. I didn't get cable until the nineties, so I was stuck with what, <laughs>
1: what was on uh,
2: CBS, NBC. A.M., A.B.C., M. A. and later on Fox. <laughs> Fox. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, real quick, speaking of 80s and old-school television and whatnot, <laughs> so we've cut the cord over here at my house. So when uh, my family and I, we took a little trip, we stayed at a hotel, and then the boys... My sons were trying to pick something out on the TV, and they found, oh, the Lego movie. Dad, can you start it over? <laughs> it's like, uh, no, son. This is what's called uh, cable television. It just plays. Yeah. And then there's interruptions every once in a while. Yeah. Why well, right
2: in the middle of the show is random people selling toys? and
1: Those are <laughs> <Yeah>. commercials.
0: <laughs> yep. So that was uh, surreal. That's funny. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, the kids these days will not know being stuck watching whatever yeah, it you is. Know. You miss the beginning, you uh, gotta watch commercials.
0: They also won't know how hot it is in these rhinos.
1: <laughs> All right. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I get where the reference came from. I don't understand where you're going with that. Yeah.
0: Just the kids won't know. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I no argument to that. Yeah, yeah.
0: These days. All right.
2: So I have 10. Like I said, I did 10 ones that I liked. I'll go first here. I'll tell you a little bit how I came up with my list. They're all things that I liked. I didn't put any ones that I didn't like on there. Um, Had to be a sitcom, what I consider a sitcom. Now, this is not the technical term, but it's a 30-minute comedy, and there's like a laugh track, a live audience involved. Okay.
1: I struggled with the laugh track thing.
2: I'll, I'll go over that when
1: I get to mine, though. <laughs>
2: yeah. Because um, in the 80s, most of them did have them anyway. It's the 90s where that started right, yeah. going away a little bit, like with the uh, Office, or that might even be the 2000s. But um, I had yeah. that. And the majority of the show had to be in the 80s, right? So I hope this is not mm. I mean, There's some that came out of like, 89, or they started yep. in 72, and they ended in 81. I kept those off my list. If you guys have them on your list, that's fine, but... Like, I know there's a I'll wait to see that someone says it why I left it off my list. But, uh,
1: there's a got couple some, of those on my list. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I tried to. There, I have one that I just had to put on here because I wanted to. But for the most part, the majority of the show, at least I think it, and this is going off my, my memory. I looked some yeah. of them up. Um, but, uh, so that's kind of how I tried to justify my list. So starting here, I'm going to go with Punky Brewster, my number 10. Okay. I nice. really enjoyed this as a kid. Um uh, I'm sure if I went back and watched it now I wouldn't like it, but uh yeah, just the little girl living with her, not her grandpa just some random old dude. I don't even remember the premise. The guy used to be in the police academy, now he's not. I don't know. And oh, my honey. <laughs> and she, Oh,
1: punky honey.
2: And she was <laughs> she was quirky and she had her friends and she had a ponytail and she had colorful shoes. I don't know. I I just remember liking it as a kid a lot, and uh, I was one that came to my came to my mind, so I had to put it on here. Um, I do remember there was like some weird ones where like they were like down in a cave, and there was some magic going on. There were like some <laughs> yeah. there
1: there was some terrifying shit going on there. There was the one where they got <laughs> no, that I, I, Rainbow I, I forget if it was Punky that got trapped in a refrigerator because it was like
0: yeah, that's the one episode I remember. They were trying it was to one of her friends, right?
1: Yeah, I, I forget, but they like suff- almost like get yeah, basically uh, asphyxiated. Um, and the, the whole thing was, like, I guess at the time there was, a, like, a national campaign about not going inside refrigerators or <laughs> warning yeah. warning children about the perils of the refrigerator. Like, well, there
0: was a lot more dumps back then when people just threw refrigerators at their car like,
1: door. Like, I mean, even in the 80s, like, how many fridges actually had latches on them, though? <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: well, because it was the old ones that were in the junkyard, that's why.
1: Okay, so don't yeah. go into old, don't, don't go into junkyards. Might have been the better... <laughs> Lesson to take away from that. Yeah. Unless there's a nuclear explosion
2: going on, then well, you, then that's the first place you want to head. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or cast iron bathtub. It actually right. happened to my mom's sisters. One of them got they they play hide she and seek. She was in a nuke. No, they were oh. playing hide and seek, <laughs> and she hidden one, and they locked it. And my grandma, you know, typical like parent intuition kicked in where it was all of a sudden the kids were too quiet. Right yeah. <laughs> outside. Where's your sister? And they told her and. Yeah, she was fine, but
0: <laughs> so scared the hell out of her. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, I damn it, I'm trying to pull up the years on. Oh, uh, nope, that's small wonder. Not the same show. Oh, eighty four to eighty eight, so qualifies.
0: Not a long run,
2: but yeah, there it is. Still.
0: Yeah, well, we should note that in the '80s There were a lot of sitcoms that were doing the very special episodes, like the notorious Different Strokes uh, child molester episode. <laughs> Yeah.
2: And the and the Yikes. race in the racism ones and the there's always mm-hmm. a drug one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright Don't uh, buy uh speakers from a guy that says they fell off a truck one.
2: <laughs> yeah. there's the uh, Ronald Reagan one. There's always a Ronald Reagan one.
1: Well
0: bitch well. <laughs> to Alex. Well
1: Alright, who wants to go next? Drugs. I'll go next. All right. Let's go. Okay. So, I thought about, I about what you were saying, Jeff, about how it had to like take place mostly in the '80s, at least. Um, but then I was—I basically typed out all the different shows that I watched, and most of them are fucking terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I didn't remember them that well. So I went—I went with anything that at least started in the '80s. It means it was—it was being developed, like. At least in 87, 88, before it made live television. Before it hit the airwaves. Of course um,
2: you would like to believe that. I'm sure it wasn't the case. This uh, <laughs> is the 80s. Like, yeah. that, kid, that kid's there's got just, two different colored shoes on. Put her on the air.
1: <laughs> there was just a mound of coke, and a week later it was a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, my there's, there's a couple on my list that do fall in, like, the 88, 89, and then carry over into the nineties, but I figured the people at the time were neck deep in the eighties. So, uh, I'll go ahead and All start right. So, but for, for my number 10, uh, this one was deeply seated in the eighties. Uh, and this is high concept shit. Uh, I don't know how this ever hit the airwaves and there's, there's some amazing horror stories about how horrible it was, uh, on the set of the show. Uh, but that would be ALF.
0: Oh, that's higher uh, up on my
1: list. But, yeah. uh, still such a bizarre... I mean, the <laughs> there's other stuff that's on my list, like Small Wonder. It's also really high concept, really bizarre. Have mm-hmm. um, you ever saw Soap, which didn't quite make my list? Um, like, there was all kinds of weird shit going on with that one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was about uh, an alien uh, that, that eats cats, and his family hides him away from the government. And he's zany, and that was basically the whole <laughs> the whole premise of mm-hmm. uh, this like middle middle America, middle class family hiding where this uh and I dunno don't, don't Alf had an attitude necessarily, but uh it was kinda of pain in oh. the ass. Ha! Hey Willie! Ha Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my impression only to be outdone by listener Daniel. Uh yeah, just just a weird concept. I've watching this as a kid. And, you know, going back to Punky Brewster and uh, being traumatized, there was a Halloween episode for this that I still have nightmares about uh, where be- somehow because of Alf's alien powers, uh, one of the kids has a ventriloquist dummy, and the thing like comes to life and starts doing evil shit. Ugh. Like, he doesn't like kill anybody, but it's creepy as fuck. And not appropriate <laughs> for, for something that's Definitely bent towards kids. Uh, so, yeah, there it is. Uh, Wednesdays, we'll... I, I, we'll... we do a show about... Uh, horrible sets or... You know, production hell. And ALF will definitely come up in that one. Yikes. Well, that's my number 10.
2: I never watched... I watched, like, an episode or two at a friend's house. But we never... I never watched that show. And, uh... But I remember the little kid was uh in the strawberry parade when we were kids and, we, <laughs> and he went by on a, the back of a car uh, and we asked where alf was and he goes he's at home Jeez, because i'm sure we were like the 12th person in the last two seconds to ask him that question
1: <laughs> oh the strawberry festival yeah it's cavalcade of stars
2: <laughs> yeah. yep i also remember someone else might be on uh, never mind i was gonna say You're bull from night court was also in that parade oh so. awesome
1: each each star is shining brighter than the last.
2: <laughs> yes, That's 80s right. sitcom glory. Um, all right, Alex, what's your number? All right, t- and explain your list too
0: if you have any. Uh, yeah, my my list is just um, sitcoms that went live in the 80s that were still like on during the 80s. So I mean, I might not have seen it until like. Um, the 90s? No, they might have started in like the 70s or something, but they carried over in the 80s. Or if they started before 1990. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to rewrite my list real quick if we can't allow uh, sitcoms from 89.
2: Yeah. No, like I said, I, I, I think everyone has their own idea. I just, I know there's, the, we'll just call it out. There's The Simpsons clause is in here somewhere, but I'm not uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> removing it from anybody's list.
0: Alright, so go ahead. So so that, yours is
2: more like Scott's than it is mine,
0: it sounds like. Yes. Okay. And my number 10 is Family Ties, only because the opening... I don't remember a specific episode, except for the Christmas one where Alex gets the toy car, like a toy Mercedes from Santa, instead of a real one that he asked for. But I remember like the opening to it, like almost crystal clear, with uh, the whole family going in there in the kitchen, and they run by, and the mom spins around...
1: Yep. What do we do, baby? Yeah, and the theme song. Without us. It's like Stenographed. Mm-hmm. Sha-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na. Yeah, I, re- right, I remember it's... A... C-
2: so real quick, that's a staple of all the 80s sitcoms is the intro music. Oh, man. They don't do it like that anymore. Yeah, I
1: know. They, they have the intro song, and then they'll have like the little, uh, I don't know, hook for the opening. like uh, Just like a few seconds of music. That's not part of the theme song, you know what I mean? Oh, oh gotcha. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. But, like uh, uh, establishing shot of the house on the outside, and they play like a little ditty before uh, transitioning to the inside.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There uh, it is. Uh, so I only remember two things from that show uh, specifically. And that was when, uh, when Bush won the presidency, first Bush. And... Uh, was it was it was Bush or Reagan? Could have been Reagan. I don't remember. But anyways, well, yeah, uh, Alex like uh, Alex P. Keaton, not, not Alex, right? Uh, on this show, uh, <laughs> like they're all worried he's gonna like freak out because his guy won, and then uh, he sets off this whole chain of like party balloons and fanfare and confetti and stuff. It was pretty funny. That and the <laughs> again when. When sitcoms get real, uh, they had an episode where uh, like a black family moves in down the street, and they're basically their entire house gets vandalized. Like people break in and wreck shit and put like spray paint the walls. And it got real for an episode, anyways. I don't know about. Uh, I'm sure there's other episodes like that, but wait, the black people vandalized the Keaton's house?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm confused. No, don't no, 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 no,
1: no, like people in the neighborhood were unhappy that this black family moved in. Oh, That's terrible.
2: Yeah, okay. It's, I mean, it's both terrible,
1: but the other one was just like,
2: damn, that's
0: racist.
1: Yeah, the... I remember there the, <laughs> was, was a pretty funny joke about it because, like, the the parents then show like, they're kind of hippies, and Alex goes over there to warn the black family that, like, his parents are coming over there and they're, like, on the warpath to, like, set up some kind of protest. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that was... Whew. That was a dark episode. All the... All well, the uh, racism, you know. It, I think I think it's really like every one of these shows I'm about to list has something like that.
0: Yeah. See, the 80s was rife with these um, special episodes and be good to thy neighbor type of deal.
1: And then everything so, was... Watch out for strangers. And then everything, it was like nothing ever happened in the next episode. Yeah. The beauty well, of that's the,
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> everything goes back to normal by the end. Reaganomics.
1: Mm-hmm. Voodoo economics.
2: Um, alright so I think I just started tracking um, Just I'm going to start giving the dates out so Family Ties definitely fits in here 82 to 89 basically the span of the 80s um, Alf was 86 to 90 and I already, forgot, I already said Punky but I'm going to do what network so we'll find out what was the better network for us so far all three shows NBC wow
1: mm. so
2: off, off to a Quick lead here. Um, we'll
1: see how much TJF makes its way in here, though. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
2: my number nine, and so I think immediately you would say this is the 70s show, but it came out 77 to 84, and this would be Three's Company. So this makes my list, because at least half of it was during the 80s. and uh, okay. uh, It would be actually be actually higher in my list but because it's half 70s, I, I'll have to drop it a little bit. It's not an entirely 80s show. And it feels more like a 70s show. Oh, it, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's kind of like how you're going to, later on, where the, <laughs> even though they're in the 90s, they feel like an 80s show. This is a 70s, or an 80s show that feels like a 70s show. But um, mm-hmm. I just love Jack Ritter. And, and I was way too young to get all the sexual stuff that was going <laughs> on there. But he was just funny. He'd fall over the couch and whatever else he would do. I thought it was hilarious. I didn't. Fairly. I d-
1: yeah, I d- um, the Ropers. I <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get until, like, well into adulthood that he was, like... He was allowed. Yeah, yeah, that's how he was allowed to live there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was completely over my head. Like, I exactly. never knew. I just always yeah. thought, like, Mr. Furley was just being extra weird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, same way. I didn't
2: get it until many, many years later. But uh, I always loved the show. And also, speaking of intro musics... Some of the best ever, some of that seventies porn
1: going on. All
2: right. Anyway, Three's Company
1: is my number nine, Scott. All right, my number nine. Uh, so this is the the other part of my list. Is I, I you mentioned the laugh track? Laugh track, Jeff. And I, I thought really hard about this, and. I decided if it was a half hour and it was straight comedy, they didn't necessarily need the laugh track okay. uh, for my list. Um, so my number nine is a show that lasted only a couple seasons uh, a, it was a, It was a weird concept at the time because again, no laugh track um, considering how low rent this whole the whole production was for this thing um, and that would be sledgehammer. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know what? I've never seen Sledgehammer.
1: So, in a way, it's it's a riff on Police Squad, which I might say more about later. But
0: mm. uh, I also never saw Police Squad.
1: Uh, so basically, yeah, it was a half-hour comedy with no laugh track. Uh, and it was uh, about this, like, over-the-top cop who just constantly just shot at everything with this giant magnum that he had. And he would, like, talk to the gun... And he'd have like nightmares where <laughs> like his his captain was like congratulating him cuz he he uh uh like took, like he got some criminals to turn themselves in without any violence whatsoever and then he like wakes up screaming and he like immediately grabs his gun <laughs> and he was like oh that was horrible um then and then the spoilers the uh <laughs> the final episode I think it was the series finale like they're he's trying to uh disarm like a nuclear bomb. And he's <laughs> he's just a normal cop, that's the whole the whole joke is that he's constantly saying, Trust me, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> he starts unscrewing the, the top and then you just see this mushroom cloud. <laughs> and then and then <laughs> it says like, To be continued question mark? End of series question mark? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome.
1: I hope I I I don't know if that was the last episode, but I I really hope it was because if <laughs> they knew, that's fucking awesome. They're like, fuck it, we're just gonna nuke everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so sledgehammer—it's two words, by the way. Sledge yeah. hammer. Uh, my dad loved
2: the show, so I remember watching it with him a little bit. Yeah, and everything you said—he just loved his gun. He slept with it. Um, pretty good. And this uh, this came out on ABC. As well as Three's Company was ABC, so we got it's coming up, it's catching up,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and this was ninety six to ninety eight. So I think my next one's also ABC. All right. Well, what's your number nine?
0: My number nine is Who's the Boss, starring Tony Danza. I don't think All that right. was ABC. Maybe that was not ABC.
1: Uh, well, Angelo. That. okay, <laughs> Domanta, Mona. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Mona Catherine Hellman. She uh, she passed away. A few days ago, uh-huh. ABC. So we're oh, tied. Oh. Tony uh, Danza, Catherine, really?
0: Catherine, the uh, also the heiress for the Hellman's mayonnaise empire. Sure. Okay. <laughs> but I remember one joke very specific because it, I saw it while I was, as I was, a, you know, an older kid, and I, you know, we were just taking those uh, sex ed classes in sixth grade. And where they showed the the well early eighties, the seventies videos about how to put on a condom and whatnot. So uh, it was one where, what was the blonde lady's name? Angela, right? That was Angela. Angela.
1: Right? She, <laughs> I guess like... she was
0: pregnant because uh, Tony and them slept together, and and then uh, Mona, she's like, "Oh, I heard you knocked her up, busted right through the condom," and <laughs> it was like. <laughs> At the nexus of my knowledge, is like, hey, I know what she's talking about.
1: Well, that's fucking edgy for, for prime time, ABC television.
0: Yeah. Wow, uh, I thought roll. you were.
2: I have no idea where you're going with your sex ed and who's the boss. Like, I thought Alyssa Milano was getting involved or something. I don't
0: know. Like, <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> Mona. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
2: Jonathan. <laughs>
0: busted right through the condoms, right? okay,
2: so what was the premise we we should start talking about some of the premises so, what so was the premise of who's the boss,
0: yeah, well, he becomes a maid, right, yeah, because but... he's my butler,
1: <laughs> so yeah that 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 was that's a fucking ridiculous premise that like oh we'll we'll have the guy stay home and be the guy that takes care of the house, Get it, yeah, that was that was the eighties <laughs> but he, yeah.
2: but they weren't together, I mean, they not, were
1: not re- no, 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 yeah. So, yeah, not only was it that, but also that he was basically a housekeeper.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. It says here, a widower
1: and former pro baseball player,
2: Tony Michelli, takes a job as a housekeeper for a high-powered, divorced businesswoman and her son. He and his daughter, Samantha, move into the bar <laughs> residence, where Tony's...
0: Is, it, is Samantha italicized? Is no. that why you had to say it that way? <laughs> no.
2: Where Tony's laid-back personality contrasts with Angela's type A behavior.
1: Yeah, she's she's totally a, an '80s an '80s guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow!
2: I guess you don't have to have a good mm-hmm. concept; just have good personalities. I don't know what made this show, and this show was on from '84
1: to '92. Well, they really? they 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 really they dragged out the will they won't they thing in that show. Yeah, wow, for a really long time. <laughs> will they won't they cancel it? <laughs> <laughs> hmm The answer was yes. They they did they eventually cancel it.
2: Alright. Um we're on to my number eight now? Yep. Alright. And this is where we're gonna have to go with Wesley. Mr. <laughs> Belvedere. Oh, that's
1: yes. my number eight also. <laughs> Almost on my list. Almost on my list. Alright. Well, speaking of housekeepers. You little shit.
2: <laughs> speaking of housekeepers, there's this. Family of I don't know, middle cast family with the announcer of the Brewers as their dad and um they, oh, they get this English butler guy to come over and just bring bring them uh, one the of them one of the One of them
1: grows up to be Marilyn Manson.
2: One of them grows up to be Marilyn Manson. Um Yeah, I don't know. It was it was the eighties. had that. so it's funny.
1: Another amazing intro.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Through the
1: door. No one there.
2: So this was 85 to 90. You guys Leslie. want to know the, the premise to this? No, I won't go through all but the
0: Yeah, how, But how did he get... Why was he their butler?
2: Because um, he lost... We got in a car accident, and... I don't know. So this is like, <laughs> like the Seinfeld fake...
0: That's what, I'm to, that's what
1: i was trying to remember that, but I don't remember. I think it's something to do with like his his visa or something like that, right? Like he was gonna be deported if he didn't become like a b- butler?
0: I don't know. If he got a job. Okay.
2: Yeah, what I'm seeing what I got the it just says it's based on a nineteen forties movie character. Uh, suburban Pittsburgh woman's family where a dapper English housekeeper, Lynn Belvedere, draws on a history of service to such distinguished figures as Winston Churchill to keep things running smoothly. I don't. Know. I liked it because I did. I just loved um, the funny stuff between um, Jesus. What's the dad's name? What's the sports guy's name? Bob Euchre. Yeah, Bob, Bob Euchre. Mr. Belvedere just, you know the clash of. Stuff there and the kids. I got, see, I all watched these when I was a kid, so any show that had kids usually was going to be fun for me. Except for yeah. <laughs> except for Three's Company, which there were no kids at all. But it was just I just didn't get it. And Jack fell over couches, <laughs> and I guess the girls were cute, but I, it was I didn't realize at the time. Um, anyway, Mr. Belvedere, my number eight, and this was on ABC in the lead. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott.
1: Well, we're yes. gonna keep we're gonna keep A B A B C going here. Uh, right. This is uh, the first. Will it be the last? Stay tuned to find out. Of the T G I F uh, entries that I have on my list, um, and that's Full House. Mm-hmm. So I was really torn about this one because I I as a kid I watched all of it every every Friday. <laughs> I was sitting from the TV watching that whole stupid lineup. Uh, but Full House was, like, kind of the one that kicked off everything. Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched all of it. Now, I don't think I could get through an episode. But, based on the strength of me knowing that I spent so much time with it... Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: I couldn't get through almost any of these, Scott. So that, that's fine, right? But, no, like,
1: at, no, I mean, like, out of everything we've listed so far, like, I think I would have the most difficult time getting through an episode of Full House. Cut it out. Yeah. yeah it so bad. So, again talking about the concept uh a widower lives in san francisco um he's got technically well no three daughters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh technically four because they're the twins but uh he's got three daughters and in order to help take care of them uh they're his friends like one of them i think stamos's character friends. was like his was his like brother-in-law right he was actually the sister's oh, brother true. yeah or, or yeah, the I mean, wife's brother yeah, and, then, and then and and then Dave Collier was just kind of there, um, but yeah, they help you know create a full house uh I've been to San francisco the that the inside of the house was way bigger than, <laughs> than it should have been, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and the fact that everybody stays there too over the course of how many I don't know the decade or whatever that was on the air was insane to me one point
2: seven then ninety
1: five okay, one point, Jesse moves upstairs. And creates like a mini apartment upstairs. With his wife, by the way. It uh, yeah. gets married. Joey takes over the basement. There it should have been the other way around, but there it is. So I don't know where everybody else was living. But <laughs> mostly took place in the living room and the kitchen. Uh. But yeah, it was just How kind of rude. Yeah, it was just a bunch of catchphrases and family lessons. It's even funnier to know now like how blue Bob Saget works. <laughs> yeah, it could not be further from that character in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, got, I gotta the, ask if you guys
2: have any questions on any of the girls.
1: Not really. Yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe Deej. Uh. Maybe Little. i not really. Okay. I don't think any I, of the shows we've listed so far. If I did,
2: yeah, I think I remember liking uh, Uncle Jesse's wife the best when I was a kid. Per yeah, no, Bam. yeah,
1: no, Lori Loughlin was hot. <laughs> and mm-hmm.
2: then I think I like Kimmy Gibbler. What
1: a weirdo! Yeah, hey, Kimmy.
2: I know Brian I, I, likes the middle girl, the one that, like the crackhead. Now or whatever, <laughs> like crackhead. <laughs> Jody Sweden.
1: There you go. Pretty, yeah, she's hopefully cleaned now. Yeah, I think I her. She. She's on the sh- no, she's yeah. on Fuller House. But yeah, well, so... she shows up on like all the on all the Hallmark movies now.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah I've, I've seen Fuller House. It's the same. <laughs> well, I was
2: gonna say. So I watched the first episode of that. I was like, I can't watch this whole show, but I'll watch the first one to see what it's about. And that's when like the entire like old cast is there too. And like yeah. one of the best jokes they have is like. Well, how come we not have any money? We bought this. We got this house in San Francisco. We can sell this thing for billions of dollars, right? Because that <laughs> it's part of this famous set of streets now, right? And since then, all dot com has happened, and everything. I don't know. I just I thought that was a funny joke. I forgot exactly how it went. But.
1: Yeah, that house right. would go for yeah, e- easily a couple million. Yeah,
2: it's more. Way. I think it's more than because it's a special. It's a name for those rows of houses right there on that street yeah. across from that park. And so it's yeah, it's almost like historic at this point and priceless, I think, from what I know. Even though it is small, like you said.
0: All right, Alex, number eight. Uh it was also Mr. Belvedere. All right. I only remember, uh, well, one of the memorable moments was when the kid had a Mr. Belvedere puppet and it was singing a song. <laughs> I was like, there's a bridge just falling down because I stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> Belvedere was behind him. It was... I correct it. That's funny.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, now we're getting into some tough choices because all these I liked a lot. But um, I'm going to go... This is where I have family ties for me as number seven. Um, I really enjoyed the show. I, Michael J. Fox at that time, right? With this and Teen Wolf and Back to the Future.
0: Um, I
2: know. Jeez. Loved it. Uh, I did, Like I said, I didn't get a lot of the stuff. Him being like a hardcore Republican when I was parents were hippies. I think a lot of that went over my head when I was watching <laughs> it as a kid. Um, I remember uh, the stuff later on with Mallory's boyfriend, Mick. <laughs> Mitch <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Mick. I forgot about Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Grease ball with the earring. and just. A gre- gre- yeah, grease ball with a heart of gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dumb grease ball with a heart of gold.
2: Um, there's also something in the '80s where they had to add more kids. I don't know that. Remember, there's a new kid that sh- like they have the Mongols Really?
1: Yeah, they had a, <laughs> was his a name, younger seven. brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know they did the same thing with Growing Pains. They added Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Well, it's called Growing Pains.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, I believe it's. Uh, family ties. Is that maybe I'm, I'm pretty sure they had a, a young boy join the show at the end, but, um, yeah, that's my, uh, number seven. So Scott, number seven,
1: number seven, uh, was a, a show about a college football coach, uh, in Minnesota, the Minnesota screaming Eagles, um, about a, a, a kind of, I, I don't know if man's man's the right word, but, uh, it's like an old school dude that's having to deal with, like, a. At the time, like a. A, moder- a new age daughter. And, uh. Oh, a, you're talking about your dad. Yeah. Girlfriend, fiancé that, uh, Was a little more in touch with, uh. With things like emotions. and uh, That would be Coach. Uh, oh. the The Craig T. Nelson vehicle. Um. Had a great cast. Jerry Van Dyke, Shelley Fabre. Um. That one had a, a <laughs> Dauber. Dauber, um, what's yeah. his good name? Uh, Patrick from SpongeBob.
0: Square yeah, Band.
1: yeah. Um, I don't think that's the same guy. It is. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe. I know he did a voice for gargoyles. Uh oh. So we do our '80s cartoons. Uh oh, hell yeah. but But anyway, um, so that th- this show had a a funny a uh, boyfriend to a Mick analog where the, the daughter had a super sensitive boyfriend, uh, that he didn't know how to deal with that, uh, Craig T. Nelson's character didn't know how to deal with. Um, yeah, just mostly carried just by, uh, Craig T Nelson's, uh, exasperation at everything that happened in his day to day life, uh, that, that made it work kind of, uh, like a lot like another show, which we'll get to later on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just uh, one of my one
0: of my favorites. You think he was riding high from the uh, uh, action Jackson movie, and then they gave him the <laughs> Yeah,
1: it could have been. Yeah. I do. I do remember being upset because uh, you know watching Coach and being upset when the spoilers when he uh, he turns out to be the bad guy in turn Hooch.
0: Oh, he is. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I was like, no, he's Coach. <laughs>
2: Well, I was just good to know that he had a good life after his bad real estate investment when they just moved to headstones because, yeah, he started coaching after that. Yeah. <laughs> I probably did see Poltergeist before I saw a coach. <laughs> um, I watch the show uh, regularly. Um, I left it off my list because this is one of those ones that starts in 89. 89 to 97. But good show.
1: I went to 97? Wow.
2: Yeah. Um, And this was ABC as well. So we're now six to three to nothing for CBS and nothing for Fox at this point.
0: Um, all right, Alex, number seven. My number seven is Small Wonder. I was right. just in a big robot kick with uh, Johnny Five Alive and Terminator and everything. And why not combine both of them? And you get Small Wonder. He's a Small
2: Wonder. I watched it, but I never liked the show. She's Definitely. fantastic,
1: made of made plastic. plastic, microchips fantastic. here and there, there and there, which makes no sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Then she used to lift up bullies by the mm. collar, and then her neck got really long. She had, uh, yeah, like a lot of the the aliens or the weird, quirky characters. Her powers were not well defined, so at any given moment, if the script required it, she could do whatever.
1: The uh, the kid playing the son, though, was... Billy Corgan. B- Billy Corgan, yeah. <laughs> Billy Corgan. <laughs> uh, you know, I hate to shit on child actors, but...
0: He <laughs> was that good, huh? Yeah.
1: Like... Vicky. Harriet. I like, think it was just... He just... That's how he just delivered all of his lines. Yeah. What are you guys doing? he like, just... Chewing on a pencil
2: God just looking at the picture This is This is a terrible show
1: God This, this show <laughs> uh, it Raises Raises a lot of questions too Like So like This is another one Like ALF Where they the They're basically Keeping her secret From the government Um Oh well, they
0: don't want to Turn her into a weapon
1: Yeah like Terminator. I don't think Did they ever mention like Johnny Fife Let's say that they do Keep her secret Like what are they gonna do In three or four years When she looks exactly The fucking same Nope I don't know. They don't address those kind of issues. Yeah. yeah. Or or if, god forbid the show actually stayed in the air long enough for them to like have growth spurts. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. No, it didn't. I, there was never any chance of that happening, but <laughs> I'm just saying like it's it, a hypothetical. It surprisingly
2: lasted 4 years, 85 to 89. Wow. And uh this is not a this is a syndicated show. This never was on a uh, Oh wow. So, we must have watched it on Channel 5 or 13 or something.
0: KUSI 51 in San Diego. <laughs> on Channel the UHF. Um, all right. Uh, Alex, number
2: that seven. Was my, that was my number seven. Oh, that was your number seven? Okay. Yeah. So, are up to my number six, then, right? Yep. All right. Well, it's been mentioned, but no one's had it on their list yet. And that would be Growing Pains. Okay. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this show as a kid. I looked. Like the I, Kirk
0: Cameron one, right? Yeah, I yeah. loved
2: Kirk Cameron. Now, can't stand the guy. But, um, yeah. Kirk Cameron.
1: You know, I know I watched the show, but I barely remember anything about it.
2: <laughs> I could tell so. you that I don't remember much about it either, but I know I watched it all the time. And they had uh, Kirk Cameron had a, his best friend. His name was Boner. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that, Boner. Guy, that guy died
1: in the Winter Olympics.
2: Oh.
1: What? Yeah, no, it was this really sad thing. When they, the last... Uh, when there was in, um, when was the last one in Canada? Vancouver? It was Vancouver, yeah. Like, so the dude just, like, wandered off in the wilderness, and they found him dead. What does that have to do with the Olympics? It was during the Olympics.
2: But did that have anything to do with the Olympics, or was just a
1: coincidence? Well, he was, like, he was in Vancouver, like, like, I don't know, it's possible that it had absolutely nothing to do with the Olympics. <laughs> okay. But it was during the Olympics that he wandered off in Vancouver. Oh, He was in the same place as the Olympics.
2: Anyway, this was just one of those shows where the perfect, wholesome family got Alan Thicke, uh, the dad, the mom, I can't even remember what she even looks like, Um, the mom, the anorexic daughter. um, (laughs) Tracy (laughs) Gold. Tracy Gold, the stupid, stupid younger brother, and Kirk Cameron.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: See, I didn't know... I know that's trivia, but I don't remember him being on the show. No, so I, I, don't I do
1: remember they did, like you were saying, with um, Family Ties. They did add... They had another daughter.
0: Yeah, I um, remember one of those as
1: Ashley... Ashley Williams? Simpsons. Um, she's actually uh, still around. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of something you might know, have seen her in. She, she's actually the the waitress at the end of uh, Avengers. One that thanks Captain America...
0: Oh, Oh, that's her? Yeah.
1: Ashley Ah. Ashley
2: Johnson. Ashley Johnson. uh, Played Chrissy Seaver season six and seven. And then Leonardo DiCaprio uh, as Luke Brower in season seven. So anyway, I just remember I like the show a lot. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Just the family. There was nothing special about it, right? Other than they were just plain white people who did happy things. I don't remember. So I remember
1: uh, um, Kirk Cameron's character. What was was his name? Uh, Mike? um, Mike,
2: yeah.
1: Just being like this Eddie Haskell kind of sleazeball. Yeah. And then, like you're saying, Jeff, just the opposite of that. Well, no, I wouldn't say he's not a sleazeball, but... (laughs) Uh, he took things in a different directions in his real life. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah.
2: I I do remember some stupid jokes where, like, he like cold open. I don't know if there were cold opens, but he comes home and is like, "Look, Dad, finally got a hundred on a test." <laughs> Mike, this is your SATs. Stuff like that, and then uh oh, <laughs> and then the little brother uh, got his first uh, D. I guess his little brother was the smart one, or maybe it was his sister was a smart one. Mike was the dumb one. And then he was showing, oh, you can't do anything with a D. And they visually like, drew like you know on the screen where you could see like a D, an F, turns into an A easily by just drawing a line down the side or making it a B. Dude, you can't do anything with it. For some reason,
1: that joke sticks in my head because I think I tried <laughs> this. The, the, <laughs> <only, laughs> the only joke I remember is uh, for some reason the parents are on a flight somewhere and they need to, like, call home, check on something. This is, like, back when, like, phones on planes were new. And it cost, like, a shitload of money to do it. I mean, it still probably costs a lot of money to do it if you want to do it now. Although, I don't think they have the phones anymore, so it's kind of weird. Um uh, anyways, uh, he calls and he, like, spits out this the dead. Uh, spits out this whole, like, laundry list of things in, like, like, 15 seconds so he doesn't have to pay any more money.
0: You no, know, he's talking really fast.
1: Yeah
2: <laughs> anyway, so this I'm just reading here that this is the father father knows best of the 1990s, so I guess that Alan Thick was more involved than I remembered, but hmm. Dr. Jason Sievers, is a psychiatrist who has moved his practice into Long Island so his wife Maggie can resume her career. The children are crazy girl Mike or girl crazy Mike. that makes more sense. Brainiac <laughs> Carol and cute little Ben. Later, precious Chrissy was born. Um, the series, however, tackled issues that Father Knows Best wouldn't have, such as drugs, suicide, peer pressure, alcohol. But the Seavers pulled through their problems with a sense of humor and it usually emerged stronger than before.
0: Yeah, Seavers.
2: There it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number six.
1: Okay. Uh, number six was a show that I, I know I watched a lot of. Um, and, you know. Now, when people talk about it as its reputation for being kind of edgy and um, about this, you know working class family in in Illinois, uh, but I don't remember any of that going on. there There was some episodes again where things got a little real. Uh, most I just remember it being funny, I guess, and that's Roseanne. Yeah. Um, mostly the thing I remember the most is the the Halloween episodes which were always super cool, because they always had these fucking awesome costumes, um, and usually some big practical joke was going on. Uh, but yeah, it was just like this working-class family that was having to, to deal with not having money for shit. Like The the, the parents actually fought a lot, um, which wasn't as funny <laughs> as if you're watching it as a kid, uh, but I guess it makes it more realistic. Uh, but yeah, I, I I have not watched a single episode of the The kind of rehash that's going on now. Uh, But, uh, you know, John Goodman was great on this. Laurie Metcalf. Um, The kids are pretty good. Um, You have the two Beckys. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, uh, yeah, Roseanne. I liked it. The best costume was uh, John Goodman. Had this uh, Three Stooges costume, where he had like the head of all three Stooges, like uh, like one on each shoulder of the other two, and you just go through this like whole routine throughout the whole episode. It was awesome. Anyway,
2: hmm. nice. I will have a little more to say about this later, but I agree. Roseanne was a great show, and yeah, I think I was. Some of it made a little more sense to me because I was a little bit older when this came out because this was late '80s as well. But like, definitely like money problems and stuff, which I don't think most other. Sitcoms, at least as I remember what we're talking about, was a thing, which yeah. still didn't mean that much to me because I don't know what money problems are. But at least it was—I remember it being like <laughs> a little bit different. The house wasn't immaculate,
1: <laughs> you know things like that. Yeah, it was a mess. Yeah, remember the the—I d- I do remember the the kind of uh, oh well, you know I'll wait till you talk about it, Jeff. Actually, okay. All right then, uh, Alex, number six.
0: My number six is Elf. Uh, I watched a few episodes. And ah! It was funny. Yeah, I always thought it was <laughs> cause it was weird that uh, whenever Alf transitioned from the puppet to like a, a a little person in a suit running around the house, it happened every once in a while, and it <laughs> always took me aback.
2: I thought but, it was uh, yeah. always just behind the kitchen counter.
0: <laughs> time
2: I ever it watched it, yeah, he was just behind the kitchen counter,
1: or like hanging over like the back of the couch, or
2: mm-hmm. like luckily they bought a house with that window right there in the kitchen because otherwise yeah.
0: it would have been awkward. <laughs> he closes it. whenever Oh, somebody's at the door, elf you Better close the blinds to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, better huh, blinds know what... to the kitchen. Oh, it's eighties kitchen.
1: Was there was there like a nosy neighbor in that one? That was like almost always gonna catch them because there was one of those in Small Wonder.
0: That was Harriet, right? It was
1: Harriet the dad, too. It was like a total (laughs) D-bag. I don't... I never
2: watch off, so I don't know. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Eh, probably. (laughs) All
2: right. All right, number five. And this is where I have Roseanne. Um, Everything we already talked about... um, I did watch the new show up until... Uh, the stuff happened with Roseanne and I didn't even know that it came back without her called The Connors. I have not watched those so I, I will go watch it because I, I enjoyed this new season um, and it would suck without her because she's still really good in the show but yeah whatever I wonder I, how they killed her off uh, yeah, I heard like she- so it's actually interesting so spoiler alert from what I've heard in the shows I was watching she was going through uh, drug uh, painkiller addiction and she was hiding them from Dan, and Dan kept getting mad. She was hiding them and hiding them. And I think they ended up just killing her off with that. Wow. That's what I heard. I don't know, but that's what I heard. So They had yeah, that like, out.
0: Not like Charlie Sheen in Three and a Half Men? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I, I will say with Roseanne, it didn't end well. I mean, they won the lottery, and all that stuff changed with the show. And then her just her weirdo relationship with like Tom Arnold and all that stuff being like forced into the show... It's kinda of weird. But those early on episode I mean, seasons were really good. <laughs> and all of a sudden I remember one joke I remember, and this is just me being a kid, so it's it's farts, so it's funny. Um, although farts are still funny. Um Darlene comes home from school <laughs> and I think both her and uh Becky come up from home from school, but Becky just runs upstairs and Darlene's laughing and she just runs in to tell uh Dan and Roseanne what happened. And Becky's, like, on stage performing, I don't know, like, a musical or, a dra- like, a drama. Somehow she's in front of the whole school, and she goes up there, and she rips, she farts. And so everyone's laughing at her or The way Darlene tells the story, and, like, they're calling her Connor the Bomber, and everything, like, oh. <laughs> I remember her dying, and, like, in the meanwhile, they're telling the story, and Dan's trying not to laugh, but he's laughing a little bit. And then... Roseanne's like, damn it, Dan, it's your daughter. She's embarrassed. You got to go talk to her. It's <laughs> like, okay. And he, he walks to the living room and he takes like three steps up the stairs. And you see his body just convulse from laughing so hard. And he comes like, I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, just as a kid, fart jokes. Like they wouldn't do that on a Cosby show or Growing Pain. So yeah. here's to you, Roseanne. Farts yeah. are funny.
1: Yeah. Yep uh so just a couple more things on on roseanne uh you mentioned show not being better off with her and not on it um her her and John Goodman had a lot of like they had great chemistry like the back and forth like as uh-huh. as them as a married couple kind of made the show um and then again talking about uh when shit gets real in these sitcoms they were i do remember they were they were doing shit that like didn't come up like so yeah they Maybe they had, like, the drug and alcohol stuff, but they were doing other shit, too. Like, I, I vaguely remember some episode where um, Jackie's in, like, this abusive relationship. And, like, Dan's going to, like, go ape shit on this guy. And, like, they, they, like, make him not do it. And, like, it gets, like, it, yeah, it gets real serious. Um, like, they, they, were, they were doing stuff like that. There was, I remember some episode where they're all sitting around some campfire And a couple of recurring characters talk about how they, like, robbed a liquor store 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um, You know, every once in a while they would just toss out these little things and be like, oh, yeah, this is not something that we'd see over on TJF. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. uh, Scott, number five. Uh, Number five, uh, that'd be Cheers. Um, So I've probably seen a few more episodes than Alex. Uh, Probably. (laughs) Probably. Um so yeah this is another one that I I know I watched um I don't remember a ton of it but the the stuff that that really made me laugh like I it stuck with me um just the the Cliff Clavin character uh cracks me up at least on paper um when he when he goes on Jeopardy, um I <laughs> have Norm who's just chronic he's basically an alcoholic <laughs> yeah. Uh remember one episode uh, was took place like over December or whatever during the winter um, uh, somebody said something about Jack Frost him getting his nose and he said something like I don't know about that but like how about Jack Daniels nipping at my liver <laughs>
2: <laughs> he always had those. can you imagine every week you had to write a little like witty because he'd say that every single time he'd come in and they would say like, how, how does it go Norm and he'd have hey uh, Norm
1: yeah. Um yeah the the whole will they won't they thing with uh first it was how was Shelley Long's character's name? Diane. Diane Diane and then replaced with Christiale. Um eventually Rebecca. Rebecca and they had the whole will they won't they. Um that, that again they they dragged that whole thing out too, which was the way to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um you know they all the spin off characters uh with uh Frasier and B.B. Uh, mm-hmm. earth and his wife and, as his wife mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of a, a breezy kind of show where yeah, everybody just kind of sat around this bar um, every once in a while they would leave um, you know, every once in a while something a little more depressing would happen with like Carla or something uh, like her divorce or whatever uh, but for the most part it was mostly lighthearted I want to say yeah. Agreed.
2: Um, I'll have more to say about this later, but everything you said, uh, I love Cheers. I watched it as a kid. I got one... I loved it as a kid when I watched it later as an adult, but I got different stuff out of it. So, yeah, great show. Um, but I think it is the ultimate will they, won't they, right, of TV between Sam and Diane. I believe with um, Rebecca, I think it happens pretty early. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's something. But it's a different twist because she's his boss as opposed to him being Diane's boss and stuff. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, just jump, jump in here quick. You you brought up earlier the crushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, Roseanne, other uh, Becky. You had a crush on Roseanne? Sarah, Sarah Chalk, all time. And then on Scrubs. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. And then of, of the two, okay, uh, crossover moment, blip, 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 <laughs> Di- Diana, Rebecca. As a
2: kid, it was definitely Rebecca, just because I was older by the time Rebecca came in. I don't think I thought about it. go back and look at it. I had a little tougher, probably still Christy Alley. I yeah, mean, she was a, she say. was a Vulcan, so that helps.
1: That is, mm-hmm. true. yeah, that is true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still st- think I got to go with Diane, but yeah, I forgot about the whole Vulcan thing <laughs> with the with, with the the funniest joke in that whole <laughs> in that movie about when they're going up and down the elevator. <laughs> Asked him if you noticed her hair. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is probably a sitcom that you guys have never watched or probably even heard of because nope. it was from Mexico. It was a bumblebee man and the it, family. Sabreo Gigante? <laughs> no, that's not a sitcom. That was a variety show. <laughs> yeah, But it was called El Chavo del Ocho, and it was... Uh, well, a bit dark because the main character was a kid that lived in a barrel because he was an orphan.
1: That's pretty dark.
0: Yeah, but he'd always get into antics, and everybody in the neighborhood kind of took care of him, whatnot. Uh, (laughs) Not enough to give him like a
1: fucking roof over his head. Nope. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. I mean, is he like his friends with Oscar the Grouch, or what's going on? Did he? Did he like go to school? Like, I have so many questions. No, yeah, he did go to school. How that work? He went to
0: school with the other kids and everything, and you know they, they let the him old...
1: with no like legal guardian.
0: Well, this is Mexico back in the day. You just <laughs> well, I mean, you just you school. just showed
1: up like they didn't yeah. keep track. Like, did they even like they... keep no, records they kept track
0: of the kids that were there? But I'm sure somebody at the neighborhood signed for him.
1: Again, I ask. <laughs> they yeah, they did enough. They did they did just like the bare minimum for this kid, like uh, yeah. to make sure that he survived. But not a not a fucking step more.
0: (laughs) He went. He got an education, and it had a bunch of crazy characters, and uh, yeah, it was kind of my introduction to sitcoms since I watched it when I was way young. And it it had, uh, at this time, Mexico still had like a lot of the vaudeville slapstick type of uh, comedy, so it was it had a lot of strong basics, I would say.
1: Did it have a lot of women with tight dresses? No. Okay, that's surprising. Wow.
0: I did not. One of the, the ladies was very mean, and she had curlers in her hair the whole time. Uh, ay ay ay! Yeah. There, well, there wasn't that guy. There was no stereotypical Mexican guy. Donde <laughs> was mi tequila. And my favorite guy was <laughs> this is kid named called? Kiko. and all all these characters are I say kids, but they were all like actors in their 30s or 40s, and they were just acting. Like that, which made it doubly hilarious. Okay, and that makes it nice. actually bad. put like cotton balls in his mouth that makes his cheeks really big, and he always had like it, it was almost like a beanie hat on his head. And, and that whiny bastard cracked me up every time.
1: He's supposed to be like, a rerun.
0: Uh, uh,
2: we'll see Telemundo.
0: Uh, no, this is not here.
2: I know, well, but I'm here. just here. Saying...
0: I, I forget the name of the channel it was on. Damn it. I know it was in Canal 12. <laughs> okay.
1: Well. De Mexico. De Mexico. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. You're oh, right, Alex.
1: Gonna... We have not seen this. Yes. Probably. I have
2: not. All right. We're on to my number four, and this would be Different Strokes.
1: Different Strokes.
2: And I, as a kid, I loved, this was like an obsession for me. Like, I don't even know if I ever was able to watch it primetime. It was always just the reruns and stuff, but I. What's a rerun? And I just remember, because I watched it in reruns, it would be weird that sometimes he was a little kid and sometimes he was older and I didn't know what was going on. And <laughs> But I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, what you talking about with us? What you talking about, Mr. Drummond? And yeah, this is just about uh, a rich old white man taking in uh, two uh, African-American children, youths from the street. Two youths? Having to live with his uh, daughter and uh, maid. And they learned that it takes different strokes to rule. And I did not know until this week that different was not spelled correctly. It was was like apostrophe. (laughs) Apostrophe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow.
1: Um, that's kind of, that's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, now that we, now it's actually said out loud, it's different
2: strokes. Yeah. This is uh, also, oh, this is NBC. Oops. I almost gave us the ABC. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Was it one then the other? Yeah, it did. It did NBC from 78... To 85, and then ABC's to 85 to 86. And then Todd Bridges started like robbing people, and uh, the girl got in trouble too, if I remember correctly. So. He,
1: Todd Bridges is the only surviving cast member. Wow. But he still like was in jail and stuff. So. Yeah, he's, he's he's he was he's was, uh, he was in a uh, he's in a video game. Uh, All right. Tesla Effect, Tex Murphy Adventure. Full FMV. Live action actors. Oh, he was in that? Yep. Todd Mother F cool. Bridges. So it was June Lockhart. I
0: gotta play the game. Alright, well.
2: Speaking of episodes and the in the controversial episodes, I what I remember, Scott mentioned different one. I remember the one where the daughter, Kimberly or whatever, is is dating some guy, and he kind of appears to be when he finds out his her, her brothers are black and acts weird. And she says, no, I still like you, whatever. And so she just does, I don't remember the concept. Except, I remember she comes downstairs in blackface, pretending to her boyfriend that she was actually black. And she's been wearing whiteface the whole time. Whew. And does he, he still love her the, with the skin, with her real skin this way? Or,
1: it was something like wow. that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Was... i mean it could not have been as bad as soul man but it sounds like it's it was uh yeah, wow it was... <laughs> it was very interesting. Good, good luck catching that episode <laughs> being pre-broadcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man um,
2: yeah so that was that one does and, do,
1: uh, i'm curious though does he does the boyfriend care or does he freak out
2: i i don't really or does
1: he just freak out because he's like why the fuck are you in blackface
2: yeah yeah, I honestly don't remember, but I just—it it shocked me enough that I remember it. Wow, and, that,
1: that uh, is that's fucking amazing.
2: <laughs> and there was another one about smoking, and it was trying—it was it was geared at the kids and the parents because I remember the whole episode: the, the uh Kevin and his buddy get caught smoking, and, and you know, of course, I think Kevin wants to be good, not do it but his friend talks him into it and they smoke and they get caught by Mr. Grimmin and as the episode ends the dad the other boy comes over and takes him and yells and then as the scene rolls away you see the dad take a cigarette out of his out of his pack and he does whatever his ritual is he does a smoke but that's exactly what their kids were doing so they're saying you know parents your kids are watching you they're only learning this from you type stuff and yeah it was a very special episode
0: for you all right I be watching you. you.
2: But I was being funny, and he'd say, what you talking about, Mr. Willis? Or Mr. Drummond? Drummond. <laughs> and this also had a spinoff, right? Facts of Life? Yeah. So there you go. This is Garrett. Yep.
1: My number four. Scott? number four is, out of all of these, this is the one I almost left off the list because it's barely in the 80s. But there's enough, like, 80s pastiche here that carries over. Um... One of the few ones that, on this list that's actually just about kids, mostly. Um, and all-time crush uh, is in this uh, one, Kelly Kapowski. Not uh, Miss Bliss? Not Miss Bliss. Oh. Uh that would be Saved by the Bell. Yeah. It would have been my morning, list Miss except Bliss? for the whole 90s thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it did start... So, yeah, you know... <sighs> The, this one we'll still give it
0: to you. Yeah, it the, the, technically if, did start in the '80s. Yeah, this
1: this one out of all of them, though, like the show kind of reboots, like when it start when it when it does hit the '90s, yeah. When they they get rid of um, uh, Haley Mills, right. yeah, um, and make it more about Zach's character. Uh but I still feel like I don't know. I started watching it then. Um, so much the show's been like very much maligned <laughs> You know, in the modern like Buzzfeed era where they, they talk about what a little shit Zach is. And they say they're not wrong, but I think people take it <laughs> way too seriously. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was just super dumb sitcom. Um occasionally something would make me laugh, I do remember. Um you know, again, uh Kelly Kapowski, yeah. God <laughs> um, damn it! I'm blanking on all these names. Uh, you, you talked about the Turtle, yes, Screech, Screech. But I was I was going to say Jesse. the uh, yeah from Crazy show Crazy. from Showgirls. Yeah. Um, you talk about the Strawberry Festival Parade as a Grand Marshal. <laughs> I think we had I think we had Mister Belding, uh, Dennis Haskins uh, was nice. was there, yeah. Um, so this was an NBC one. So chalk one up for NBC at least, uh, really? at least. ABC. No, I'm pretty sure it was NBC. Yeah. Uh, well, I could be I wrong. Maybe it was CBS, but I don't. I don't think it was ABC. At any rate, um, NBC. Yeah. Um, yeah, the show went on for more more years than they were actually would have been in high school or junior yeah, high, or whatever. And they had the college years. Yeah, and they had the college years. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is a staple.
2: All right, I love the show. This would be on my list, but like I said, for my criteria, it just comes off because of the 89 start. Yeah. But everything you said was great.
1: That, and it had the best special episode out of anything, out of every show that have mentioned. <laughs> was, that, was that what you linked just now, Jeff? No, I linked
2: the Blackface.
1: Oh, okay. I'll it oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> After now, I'm that. so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. The best part, the fucking best part. No, she wasn't taking speed, you know, she wasn't drinking some extra cough syrup, she was taking caffeine pills. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't actually have her take real jugs. She needs to study. Caffeine pills. I would even know, like, if if I was in high school and somebody was like, hey man, can you score me some caffeine pills? I would have been like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, go drink some soda or something. Yeah, uh, jolt. Whatever,
2: whatever, Scott.
1: yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> You get my point, though. <laughs>
2: I get your point. You're you putting on the front. Got it.
1: All right. I'm mm-hmm. so scared.
0: <laughs> Alex, number four. My number four is Cheers. All right. I love this show because I started watching it when I was, you know, when I was getting older and stuff. So I started getting some of the humor, and I started watching it during the Woody era. So one of my favorite ones episodes is when he gets he does a commercial for some juice but it tastes terrible but he's such a goody two-shoes that he feels guilty for lying to the american public on his commercial so uh fraser's wife what's her name hypnotizes him into thinking that it's the best thing ever and it's so delicious (laughs) but then it turns out that it's so terrible that they discontinued it forever so now he's distraught because he's never (laughs) going to be able to drink it again (laughs) that was great (laughs) <laughs> yeah I think When I uh,
2: I think I started Toward the very end Of Coach And then yeah Mostly
0: Woody Episodes Mm-hmm. Yeah like, There's also the time Where they lost a bet To Gary's bar And everybody had to Shave their head <laughs> They had to shave Like a letter In his name And they all took A picture Except for Sam Who turns out He was just wearing A bald cap And everybody was Mad at him Because they really Everybody else Really
1: did it <laughs> That's right he did have like a thing about his hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they always lost to Gary's. Right? That's the running thing. They always I think only one time. I don't even know if they did ever when they always lost to Gary's. It's funny.
0: I remember when they even some of the barflies even teamed up with Gary's to play a prank on Sam.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm uh, running on my number three and this one uh, I mean, I love it it's mostly 90s but it does have three years in the 80s I just have to put two shows above it and it hurts me it's Married to Children Oh, my number three
1: my number oh. three as well, Jeff
2: yeah, my number two alright, so uh, here we have our first fox <laughs> fox probably <laughs> on the board
1: um, this show fucking listen. carried Fox for a long time. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. This and The Simpsons, and Simpsons and then The <laughs> X Files. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I mean, we've talked about this show enough, but just Al, oh, and the, especially the earlier years when it's more serious, it would be more like Roseanne, actually, right? It wasn't as over the top. It's a family struggling, um, also in Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's sort of? I can talk about this forever. So I don't know. Just Married children, Al Bundy, Al Peg, shoe salesman, former high school superstar, four touchdowns, one game, and uh, my favorite joke is still, don't you want your last minute instructions? And he jumps out of the airplane all the time. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. I, um,
1: my my favorite joke is the, the episodes where they go to the movie theaters, and they all wind up in a different theater, and yeah. the... <laughs> Whereas in there, they're they're focusing on on Pig, yeah, and you hear Al yell out in the background. Dude, Yo, Pig, I see boobies! No, that's what he says. No, he says... (laughs) No, is isn't. He says, hey, Peg, I think you see some hooters. Oh, yeah. Which is a way funnier line. (laughs) I think I see some (laughs) hooters. Not that I am, but I think I do.
0: And then, later on... (laughs) He comes back to Peg's theater, and he's just talking about, "Oh, that movie was great. It had uh, uh, so 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 many deaths, uh, like seventeen hooters, and uh, there was no plot whatsoever." <laughs> like Peg's movie was so long that Al could <laughs> went over watched <laughs> another movie and then came back.
2: Yeah. Uh, when you were mentioning your what are you doing the commercial the juice that I didn't like I merely thought of Kelly Bundy doing. The, the commercial terminator. Oh, yeah, just drink no, I mean, she had the drink. It's like for the she was like a sponsor for the whatever. I don't know. She just she's like, Oh, the just Ice drink hole it. Beer. Yeah, just drink it and see what it tastes like. And she's like, Mmm, snake poison. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah, I think that's when the whole owls all thing about uh, pretty girls make you uh, buy beer, ugly girls make you drink beer just <laughs> mm-hmm. All the shoe salesman jokes. Uh, oh, God, it's so good. So, my number three, Married to Children. And this was the 90s. It might still be in the same position, but, uh, yeah.
1: Married Children, number three. Yeah, I know. Scott. So, yeah, also, my number three. Um, just, just one more thing. Uh, this was season one, I think, maybe two. Uh, just fantastic conceit when they have the It's a Wonderful Life episode with Sam Kinison. Oh, that was great. <laughs> the 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 whole way that ends is, is fucking brilliant. Where he wants to live not because everybody's life is better with him, but he wants to live because everybody's life is worse without him, and he doesn't want them to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like spite, yeah, just out of spite. Like he's living out of spite, pure spite. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right, then, uh, Alex, number three.
0: Uh, My number three is, oh, this show started in 89, and I didn't discover it until later, but I love it so much that I had to put it on the list, and that's Seinfeld. Okay. And it was still, even the pilot was still kind of pretty 90s, but uh, I just love it so much.
2: Yeah. I do too, but it would definitely be
0: a 90s show for me. Yeah. Technically. Technically.
2: I understand. It's fine. <laughs> Anything else to add?
0: Uh, no, because that's a whole episode on its own. Right. I
1: think we did an episode on that. Yeah, we did. Oh, no, yeah, episode. we did.
0: There you go. So go listen to that episode. That's all yeah. I have to say about Seinfeld. All
2: right. Uh, we're on to my number two. And it would be easily, even though all the recent events, the Cosby Show for me. I love the Cosby Show as a kid. Um, I didn't. Get it right away. There's one of those things not get it. Like I didn't watch it probably the first four years or whatever. I found it more like on syndication and reruns and then started watching the uh as it was airing on NBC, I think, or ABC, I don't know, I find out where it was aired. But um I loved it. It was I mean, all those family those wholesome family shows I think were made in response to the Cosby show. Right, like Growing Pains and Family Ties. I think those all came out I don't know. Family Ties was first, but anyway, Cosby Show, Bill Cosby, I always I found hilarious. Once again, pre- pre- pretend the last five years didn't happen. We you know all this crazy. <laughs> as a as a comedian in the eighties. Yeah, uh, he was hilarious. Uh, his stand up still uh, a slay me, and as the show, he was just he was the show, he was the star. And then the kids were all well, at least the younger one. I think, think the older sisters are kind of always found a little boring, but. Uh, to, uh, Rudy and um, Theo always liked them uh, later on uh, I guess later on the older sisters when they when they uh, the boyfriend what was the boyfriend who just got recently was in the news because he worked at Trader Joe's
0: you know what I'm talking about
2: um mm-hmm.
0: is he the same guy that was in Always Sunny in Philadelphia
2: yes exactly he was playing Donovan McNabb <laughs> yeah no yeah that guy anyway Oh, that's funny the uh, the rapport between him and Rashad Rashad what was her name Felicia Rashad Felicia Rashad yeah. Anyway, love the Cosby Show. Uh, it just sucks. What was it happened recently? But yeah, I, easily number two for me.
1: So, so this is another one I I know I watched probably all of I barely remember anything the 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 two jokes I remember uh, which are fucking hilarious was one where um one of the kids has some history paper and he basically winds up writing it for them. Not, not to like help the kid out. He's just like super into it. And the teacher like calls him out on it. And she makes him like write on the, the chalkboard. Like I will not write like my papers, my kids write papers. And he just goes through this whole routine where he starts off like writing like super big and then like super tiny. And then he like starts breaking chalk. I think or something like that. And the, like, the teacher eventually starts laughing and gets to gets out of it the other one was the theo does something stupid and then uh him and and bill have the some some talk and theo gives this big speech about how like like i've got to be my own man like you know you can't blame me for this stuff and um (laughs) and bill just shakes his head and says son that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or stupidest thing. I forget the exact line, but yeah. it, it was, it was out of left field. Uh, at the... So it did have laughs for sure. It did. I mean, for me, it definitely did. Yeah.
2: And, and you're right. I can't come up with one specific one now, but I just, I bet I should, it's, well, I don't know if it's on a TVD right now, but <laughs> if I could find some on YouTube, nope. it probably is. I'm sure I'd laugh and, uh, if for you people, uh, it's, like it's hard to say this now, but if, if you could put all that crap behind you, watch Bill Cosby himself, his stand-up, if you've never seen it before. It's Don't pay gig. for it, but just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't give him any money. That's a good point. Steal it.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a part of history at this yeah. point. <laughs> and, and watch it, and,
2: and he is his, his storytelling technique and his just clean humor is just awesome. Um. <laughs> but yeah, he's a terrible person. Yes, <laughs> I'll end it with that. Yes. <laughs> yep.
0: Just like every single comedian ever. <laughs> that, that's not true. We do not stand by the statement Alex just made. But. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you got to keep your daughters off the pole and you got to keep all of your children not a, off the mic stand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Scott, number two. Number two, um, going back to something that was a little avant-garde without the, the laugh track. Uh, was Police Squad? Uh, there's only, there's only six episodes of this, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um,
0: dang, I always thought it was like a, a season
1: show. No, I don't know if it was just like some weird one-off, uh, or that they they wanted to do more. Um, but uh, just just look up the, the intro. I was already fucking laughing watching watching. I was watching this again today. Um, <laughs> the edge of the show is fucking great um, at least for the first episode uh, and yeah they just started him with the gags and then it's Leslie Nielsen um, just he's already playing Frank Jebbin, uh before with um, Naked Gun and it's fucking hilarious uh, it's only six episodes if you can find them uh, you probably just run the episodes on YouTube actually uh, but yeah I'll, you recognize a lot of the jokes that they reuse for the, for the two movies or more than Two, I guess, but uh, I recommend it again. No laugh track. Um, it was totally filmed like uh, like the police procedurals of the seventies, um, early eighties. Um, so that 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 in and of itself was kind of clever. Um, just like Airplane uh, is actually Zucker brothers. Is, yeah, it's it's all Zucker brothers, but it's actually a, a huge spoof on a specific movie. Um, I mean they obviously throw in all those other gags, but uh, and this is actually following like what a detective show would look like in that in that era. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rock, it's only six episodes, but again, it's very avant-garde. This is this wasn't a you know a single camera, a multi. I always get confused with that. The when they talk about the multi-camera sitcoms,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's most of the ones we were we've been talking about. Yeah, so
1: this is, this is not that. Um,
0: Pioneered by Lu Productions.
1: Yeah. It's like this and Sledgehammer. You know, we're doing something different.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's my number two. Police Squad. All
0: right. Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is Married with Children. And I believe we've done an episode on this too, right? Yeah. We've
2: done something about it. I don't remember if it was just on Married with Children or a specific like dream sequences or something. I don't remember. I know we've talked about yeah, it.
0: Okay, I'll just mention that for a lot of the seasons, especially the later ones, there was one guy with a very specific laugh that you could always <laughs> you could always single out. Yeah, Al! that guy. And there was another one. Yeah, that just had a laugh and like yeah, you, <laughs> you could tell. Yeah, Al! I, don't, I don't do it justice, but yeah. All right. Um, on
2: to my number one you guys have both already mentioned it uh would be cheers for me um like i said i i for me it was special because i remember this was like kind of the first a little bit of an adult show that i watched like i remember watching tv with my mom and like my stuff and then this would just come on and she would get she'd start watching it and i didn't like forget that she was supposed to put me to bed or whatever <laughs> and so I'd, we were like kind of watching it and i laughed a little bit and. And I just kind of grew watching it, watching it more and more, and then definitely I watched it religiously when I got older. With but this was more yeah, like the Rebecca Woody days, and then going back on Netflix over for a while now, just pick, just put on a few episodes and watch it. in gold, uh, yeah, Sam Diane, Norm, Cliff, Coach, Carla, all of them, great. Cheers, and the one that you mentioned the. Uh, Jeopardy one, but well, well, Cliff is on there and the, he gets oh, it's Final Jeopardy or one of the questions and, and it's just like three names, like what do these people have in common? And, you know, whoever the three people are, and his answer is, who are three people who have not been in my house? <laughs> <laughs> or something like three people have not been in my kitchen? Oh, God. Genius. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's a good answer. <laughs> you can't write that. Yeah. Um, uh, he's not wrong. No, he's not. <laughs> you got to uh, give it to him. Uh,
2: and, and I also say, this is one of those shows where the season finale kind of lived up to the hype, if I remember correctly. Like, where I don't think Seinfeld did as much and some of the other ones that came, like, that I remember, from guess, like, from my watching days. Like, I think MASH was a big one, but I didn't really watch MASH uh, religiously. Yeah, but, me either but um, yeah so cheers my number one
1: Scott uh, number one is uh, one that started in the 80s so it made the list but uh, the, the final one on my, my list that didn't have laugh track I remember when it came out at the time was a big deal because it was supposed to be the one that would go to head to head with the Cosby show uh, maybe take out mm-hmm. the Cosby show um, and that was the Simpsons
0: yep mine too
1: uh, you know what Can we say this is uh, the show's still going on? (laughs) I don't know what season they're on right now, but uh, it's, you know, this is we we talk about cultural touchstones or, you know, uh, things that kind of change the, the face of pop culture. I can't think of anything that has done it more than The Simpsons as far as anything that's been on TV.
0: Yeah. Uh, besides the moon landing,
1: <laughs>
0: no nah, even more so, yeah <laughs> yeah, I
1: think about that one uh, but yeah i mean what what else can we say uh this is this is the show of a generation, like <laughs> without without it getting too i don't know uh hyperbolic, yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. I just... Because it ran...
2: Well, it's still running, but for me, the 90s was... <laughs> yeah. Is,
1: but I think you have a point, Jeff. If it's if it's still running in, in 2010, maybe... <laughs> maybe, maybe this was a, bad it's not call. not an 80s show. Yeah, maybe it's not an 80s show anymore.
2: But I will not keep anyone for putting Simpsons on their list, so... <laughs> Good call. And yeah, I remember... I mean, it was... And I guess if you do Tracy Ullman, which would be a few years earlier...
0: Right, Yeah, a couple yeah, of years ago, yeah. Tracy yeah. The That That's my favorite part of that damn show. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: All right, Alex, you're the same one, I'm assuming?
0: Yep, The Simpsons is my number one. I was really into animation. I already knew, even at that young age, that I wanted to do something with cartoons and animating as I grew up. And seeing a primetime cartoon just blew my mind. And they were doing stuff that was funny that you couldn't get away with with uh conventional like sitcoms. Would you have live actors? There's stuff you really couldn't do with live actors, like Bart getting stuff to do trash can and then kick down a hill, and then that trash can literally rolled all the way to the front of his house.
1: <laughs> Which just just, would... just the changing landscape on that show
0: uh, yeah, the set pieces. All the characters that have, uh, are icons that everybody, like, there's a lot of multicultural characters and every country stands behind their character, except, you know, maybe Apu. I don't think.
1: Yeah, there's been some backlash on that her. recently. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. But, um,
1: yeah. The Scots love Willie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. You know, it's it's funny. They, uh, <laughs> do not touch Willie. <laughs> they, i I work with a scotsman and uh <laughs> the the whole thing about you know what what's the number one thing ruining uh scotland <laughs> the the scots the Scots. yeah and he he was like yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
2: yeah. And like to to go back to remember when this came out, it was a big ordeal. Like every every episode would be talked about like by everybody. Like I remember yeah. just being and like missing one. Like I remember like because of a family vacation or like I I remember like Mr. Plough I think I didn't see until years later because for some reason I missed it that night and just feeling like so left out when everyone kept talking about Mr. Plough. Like, Damn it. What is this Mr. Plough? <laughs>
0: Oh, that was a great episode. But yeah, this was the first show that I actually went out of my way to buy. I would raise allowance money to buy blank VHS tapes in order to tape it. So that I can just watch my favorite episodes forever and ever.
1: I would never have guessed that We've you've, seen, you've seen this a lot, Alex.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we
2: definitely record them. I don't know, we didn't like... Keep that many of them. We probably had like two or three revolving tapes. I remember we're doing us doing that, but uh, yeah. And Alex, if anyone knows Alex, he can't, if if their Simpsons didn't exist, he wouldn't be able to talk.
0: (laughs) That's all does is quote that's true. The Simpsons 85 to 90 percent of my conversations. (laughs) All right, uh, we're running way long.
2: Um, I just wanted to say, like, there. I have a list of all these 80s sitcoms in front of me, and we've yeah. named a lot of them, most of them, but no one mentioned Golden Girls. No one nah. mentioned... We're a little too young for that. <laughs> uh, Night Court.
1: You know what? I'm, I I have Night Court. Like, this very first thing I typed out, and now that I see it there, I kind of wish it was on my list instead of something else. <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, Happy Days, which we would think is not an 80s show, but 74 to 84, so, but maybe it jumped the shark by the 80s time, so I don't know. Yeah, that. Literally. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Facts of life. Mash was 72 to 83, so mainly a 70 show. Uh, Perfect Strangers.
1: Yeah, we didn't mention any of the TJF stuff. Yeah. Perfect Strangers, Family Matters. Uh, yeah. I just
0: I felt like I had to watch those shows. I didn't really enjoy <laughs> watching them
1: on TJF. So I, I liked them,
2: but like not as much as the other ones. I guess would be for me. Yeah. New Heart, I never really yeah watched. Nope. Uh, the Wonder Years, I thought about it, but I never
0: think of it as a sitcom. Yeah, I, kid, yeah, yeah that, I thought it was a drama.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, definitely uh, it was more often than not, like, supposed to be funny, but... Yeah, it was more about, like, coming-of-age yeah. shit. Yeah. The Jeffersons, but that's 75 to 85.
2: Taxi, 78 to 83. Designing Women, no. Uh, <laughs> family Matters... Uh... WKRP in Cincinnati. I watched that a lot, but I don't, I don't remember. I
1: didn't watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-eight to eighty-two.
2: Uh, Murphy Brown. I watched Murphy Brown. Me too. That's <laughs> mostly nineties here. It's eighty-eight to ninety-eight. Kramer um, right, what...
0: was on an episode of Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah.
2: Laverne and Shirley, mostly seventies. Yeah. Give me a break. I did watch that, but it would not make my list.
0: What is that one?
2: A Neil Carter. It... Uh, was, I just honestly, there's a big black woman. That's all I remember
1: about the show. Let's see. I, I remember watching most of my two dads. Uh, yeah, that's on here. I remember one of, watching just the ten of us. Charles uh, and Charles, Charles and charge. Charles no in charge. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's the Gay Sandling yeah. show, yeah. or it's Gay Show. God, I watched a lot of shit in the eighties. Uh, a Different
2: world. <laughs> Webster, 227, Mork and Mindy, Mama's Family, Benson, Too Close for Comfort, Love Boat, My Two Dads, Soap, Head of the Class, Barney Miller. Head of the Class. I watched that. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah yeah. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. And Blackadder, which I believe is a British show. But,
1: yeah. Yes. Well, that was like uh, sketch comedy, I thought. It was a what? Blackadder was sketch comedy. I don't know. It's on the list. I no, it's, it's an a, a, episodic thing.
2: Okay. It looks yeah. like Mr. Bean's in it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: Ron Atkinson, yep. yeah. Blackadder.
2: <sighs> um.
0: All right. Uh. Time for Alex knows sports. Cool I'm beat. Alex, and I like sports. Sports. How, how do we rate all these '80s sitcoms? Well, I, like I say, give I was, them a seven. I was
1: I was gonna say real quick. Uh, out of all these shows, what's everybody's favorite opening song? These twenty-plus shows that we.
0: Uh Simpsons, Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. But besides that, well that's orchestral. If it's like a jingly one Gingly. Uh I gotta say cheers. Cheers, cheers. yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. That was easy. <laughs> or but
0: flaming it, Moes.
2: But if it was eighties any show, then maybe the a team. Oh yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Yep. All right, I, I, we can't go to rate it. Eighties, whatever. Yeah, most of these. Eighties was the best. <laughs> most, I mean. most of these would probably
1: <laughs> not not skew very high. No. Nope. <laughs> All right, sports. sports, sports, Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, the Dodgers were playing in the Cactus leagues. How was
1: that, Jeff? Go Dodgers! I ended up not going. I got oh. sick. I got That's really sick. Bum, bum, go.
0: So. Mm-hmm. They're playing the castic- Cactus Jacks. Cact- the Cactus Jacks. Yeah, I was cactus. supposed to go
2: watch Angels Dodgers Cactus League, but yeah, I got sick. So were you Were you in yeah. Arizona, or you just didn't go altogether? No, I got sick the day before, and okay. I would just try stayed home and just tried to like but I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So. So, well, uh, well, it's snow. probably
1: better out because it's probably snowing.
2: <laughs> no, it was it was pretty nice days. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold, but it was nice. From what I was told, He's trying to make you
0: feel better. <laughs> Uh aside from that uh some guy in in hockey they went to shootouts the Capitals versus some other team and the goalie tried to pull the uh old uh knuckle stick and he got disqualified
2: What? What's a knuckle stick?
0: Uh he threw the stick at at the uh shooter.
2: Oh, you can't do that.
0: <laughs> G- he blocked goal. the shot. He blocked the shot and yeah, the referee is like, "No, that's a goal."
1: So wait, <laughs> you, you- you can't throw the stick at the puck.
0: Yeah,
2: goalie can't throw the stick. Period. But definitely, if he throws it at the puck, yeah, they'll, they'll uh, award the goal. Can can yeah, players? I
0: saw the replay. I absolutely did that.
2: Can other players do that? Um, no. I mean, you'll, you'll get a penalty. Whether you awarded a goal or not depends on if the referees determine like it was going to go in. Okay. Like if you've done, you, I don't know the exact rule book thing, but. It'll definitely be a penalty, whether or not a goal is awarded, I think depends
0: on certain things. Is
1: is it like a s is it a safety thing? Like
0: Uh, in the replay it kinda looked like it slipped out of his hands, but Right. It was still like, it completely the stick completely left his hands and blocked the
1: shot. Is it, I mean, what's the rule against yeah. it though, or why?
0: No, I I mean
2: it's on safety, the automatic awarding of the goal, though. no, it's because it's cheating. I mean, it's... Like, in the, he did not accidentally do it. I saw the replay. Ovechkin oh, really? had Olechkin had him beat, and he just, like, threw his stick along the ground, so the puck... he just took the puck away from him. Like, yeah, no, that was... That, yeah, that was... You can't do that. Okay. That's probably safety, too, but I think... I mean, if it was only safety, they wouldn't award the goal. They would just give him... So, the so I can see it, like,
1: during a shootout or a penalty shot, but... Like what about during play? Same no, thing. The goalie,
2: if the goalie deliberately throws it. Like if it falls out of his hands, which does happen a lot. Then they won't call it. But if you throw it, okay, then yeah. Um, there's other rules. Like if you have a breakaway and an empty net, and you get a penalty, any player, then they'll award the goal. Stuff like that, but
1: so you can't you can't like tomahawk. Yeah, hockey stick, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's knuckle stick, tech. like,
1: like, uh, like, last the Mohican style, like, if the, if the puck's in the air,
2: <laughs> you can never tomahawk anybody in hockey. You but I don't, that. I don't mean like
1: overhead swing. I mean like, like, like you're throwing like like, him. Like, like, yeah, tomahawk, yeah. like, a, like a tomahawk, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you can never. No player can ever throw a stick. And I, and I believe if a goalie does it, it's automatically awarded a goal. Okay. I'm not sure about a player, if the player throws a stick.
1: Because like, be like, like, that would be like, badass if the puck gets in the air and the guy just throws his – then he hits it back down. Somebody yeah, one-times I mean, it.
2: <laughs> it. Be one hell of a throw, but, yeah, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a goal. <laughs> That's too bad.
0: We should love that in hockey. I'm going to start a petition. All right, it's time for NM News! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, just one review here. I saw Crazy Rich Asians. and uh, Yeah, how'd you like it? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, we did our, very recently, we did our top five rom-coms. I don't know that it would be on there, but I'd have to think about it. Uh, I, I will say this, like, if the goal of this movie was to make people want to go to Singapore and eat food... Mission accomplished. I <laughs>
0: know. There's a lot of food porn,
1: a lot of food porn in this. Uh but yeah, it was it was generally uh well acted. There was some stuff that made me laugh out loud. Um yeah, just generally invo- I generally enjoyed it. Uh it was 2 hours long. I don't know that it needed to be 2 hours long, but that's yeah. common criticism. Uh so um I'm sure they're going to have sequels for this cuz there's uh books um or it's based on a book that has multiple uh sequels. Mm. So we'll see. I was I was reading the um the trivia afterwards. Interestingly enough, I guess there were some people I don't know, like people native to Singapore uh that were bent that it wasn't like Singaporean enough. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. And I do remember one at one point early on they like do all the social media stuff, uh somebody says like Lau at the end of a sentence and it made me think of Gunbound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I enjoyed this uh the, the lead Constance Wu, from uh Fresh Off the Boat. Uh she's pretty good. And uh Gemma Chan is like I don't know, she's like some goddess statue brought to life. Uh she's ridiculous. Uh, But Crazy Rich Asians, uh, I liked it. And then, uh, not news, but something I was kind of thinking about um, based off a couple things. Uh, There was Jeff doing his quotes from the AFI top quotes list. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I also listened to Unspooled, which is a podcast that uh, goes over various movies. But they did a thing where, or I listened to one where they... uh, went over the top twenty grossing uh movies of the of twenty eighteen and then they asked if any of those movies would potentially make the, the AFI top one hundred. Um the thing about the AFI top one hundred is it wasn't it was last updated in two thousand and seven or something like that. So my question I kinda wanted to toss out was um in like the last uh like ten plus years uh do you think there's been any any American movies that have come out that should be on the top one hundred
0: uh, spider verse
1: okay well that
0: rec- rec- some... so good. It, it it shouldn't be as good as it as it is but no it's it is. it's really good
1: um some recency bias with that one I would say though yeah like we'll see if everybody feels the same way in like, like a year yeah. um I'd have to
2: have the list in front of me and look at it before I could answer that, so
1: Okay. nothing I off the top of my head. Yeah, that's that's, that's the I guess the boring <laughs> the boring answer is nothing really jumped to mind for me. Um you know, eventually one of these, these I gotta think of one of these big superhero movies is gonna get in there. Um yeah. maybe I mean what's gonna be the first one? The Captain Marvel the, the Dark Knight. Uh you know, maybe, oh. maybe even
2: yeah. Dark Knight makes it.
1: Maybe even a uh, Black Panther. Um. So the the idea being that no, it, it can't or it's there has to be like not yeah, not only has to be a good movie, but it has to to move the needle in some way. Like it has to be there has to be some cultural relevance to it. I guess. Yeah. Um, to make the, the top one hundred, I don't know that I buy that, but uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I really see Black Panther getting up there. Um, I think it's worth talking about. Um, I think Spider Spider Man and the Spider Verse has more going for it as far as uh, reasons why it should be in the top one hundred. Uh... But yeah, Dark Knight. Uh, you know, if you're if you're going to take something from the MCU, like, where would you even start? I wouldn't. None of them are worth it. I love them all, but I don't. Wouldn't put any of them in there. <laughs> Okay, well, that's my opinion. That's yeah. no, that's that's fair enough. Like Ant Man, you know. I mean, just like where do where do you draw the line between something that's immensely enjoyable versus like something that's as a film better than other films? You know, you know, it's tough, especially when the, the kind of genre that the these MCU movies have fallen under.
0: It'll be Endgame,
1: <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, there's a
2: bunch of movies on IF five hundred hundred list that I wouldn't have on there, but that's just, right. that's my opinion, right? So it's
1: like, yeah, no, no, I I, I totally agree that like stuff would yeah. would if when they revise this, yeah, shit's definitely getting bumped yeah. for sure. Why is
0: Critters on the list?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Why is Critters <laughs> only munchy, number
0: fifty? Yeah, right next to Munchies. Yeah,
1: so you know, do 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 any of the like movies that won Best Picture? Like over the last ten years, get on the AFI top one hundred. Uh, you know, just I don't know, just an interesting uh, thing to think about at least for me. Uh, but yeah, like I think you bring up a good point, Jeff. To actually have to kind of sit down again and look and see what's actually on there right now. Yeah. But, uh, well, just,
2: I, for me, I just okay. What's the top five movies of the past twelve years, and then do I think any of those? Right.
1: Well, what's what is what? How do you define top?
2: Right for for me, like I would go how I do it. I would go look what this year I like these five movies for me. And okay, then I would just say, do I think they're better than? And the thing is, I would say yes because there's movies on there I I haven't seen or like I just don't, I know that they're on there and I don't like. So like on the list, Citizen Kane would not be my number one movie on there, but it would still. Be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. For me, yeah, yes. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> for yes, there would be movies, but like if I realistically thinking, like you know if you're asking me like would it possibly happen then I would have to look and just based on what I know you know like popular opinion and critics opinion and like I think I would think right now just see you said Dark Knight that might have a chance the fact that Lord of the Rings is on there or one of the movies I forgot which one like I it's, would it's, say it's
1: Fellowship it's on there yeah
2: okay like the Dark Knight has a chance I would I would say but I don't know
1: okay yeah. Mm. fair enough that's all i wanted to yeah. really go over uh alex anything you wanted to me. mention
0: no i'm good
1: all right Hefe.
2: i'm good too this episode's going long all i'll just say is that captain marvel comes out this week can't wait yeah and that's it so uh thanks for listening everybody
0: The dog.